I see. Okay. So 600 pay seats times like a minimum of eight bucks per seat. You guys are doing about 4,800 bucks a month right now in revenue. Yeah. Okay. And where were you, if that's what you're doing today, what were you doing about a year ago? Do you remember? Uh, we were pretty much zero. We just launched payments. And like, uh, if I remember correctly, that would be, I don't know, like maybe 200 bucks. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey, folks, my guest today is Dan Mokroff. He spent most of his career in product management roles in companies like Google, BCG Ventures, and Rocket Internet. Now, together with 2X colleagues, he co-founded a B2B SaaS startup building a new kind of dev tool that helps software development teams report and fix technical issues 30% faster. It's called birdeatsbug.com. Dan, you ready to take us to the top? Yes, absolutely. So when did you guys start writing the first line of code for this tool? Um, about two years ago, like in summer, we had the idea and uh, the first line of code was written. Um, and I think two months later, we already launched the MVP. So like the minimum viable product on Product Hunt. And we got to number five product of the day. And that basically kickstarted the, the company. And this was in 2019? Uh, correct. Okay. And, and tell me more about the Product Hunt launch. Uh, why do you think it did so well? Were you guys intentional with that launch? Or did you, did you just sort of get lucky? Um, I think it's a combination of both. Uh, I think there's a, like a big element of luck when it comes to product hunt launches. Um, but we tested the waters. Like we, we did some uh, preliminary, let's say, launches for like smaller products, um, like uh, useful for the community just to get um, a feel for product hunt in general. Um, but I think the, the main advantage for us is that um, uh, like usually, for example, we heard that uh, the audience on product hunt doesn't have very good retention. And I think that the reason for this is that you have a lot of repetitive products, like a lot of website builders, for example. Um, and in our case, like we were very unique. Um, and uh, I think also the name helped and like the the, the whole branding. Um, and like we see a lot of the uh, people who tried Bird on the first day, like on the launch day, still with us today. So um, th- that's very interesting to see. You got 319, uh, 361 upvotes on that day. Uh, this was back uh, September 23rd, 2019. Do you remember yeah. what your web traffic looked like? Like, How many leads did you get from Product Hunt? Do you remember? Um, like we, uh, we didn't have signups at the, um, at that stage. Uh, I can share the, how many, um, uh, Chrome install, uh, extension, uh, Chrome extension installs we had, and that was about five, 600 installs. And, um, I think about like seven to 100,000 bugs reported on that day. And, um, like it was like a massive peak. Then it of course went down and it took us probably like a year to get like consistently to that level of, uh, of usage. Where are you now in September? How many bugs reported on your platform? I assume that's your critical usage metric, right? Uh, correct. Um, like we have about uh, 1600 bugs a week. Um, so, uh, th- that would be like what 6,000 uh, a month, roughly. Okay. And we're growing like, um, in the last, uh, quarter we were growing 20% uh, month over month. Um, and, and, and how do number of bugs reported correlate back to revenue? Is that how you price? Um, Sort of. So like we have a generous free tier, but then once uh, you run out of free tiers, so, like on a free tier, you can store up to 30 bucks. You, you can access up to 30 bucks and then you need to upgrade. 
Uh, but then once you upgrade, we don't have like a specific tiering. So like we, we just have one plan for simplicity. Uh, and the um, the correlation is pretty direct, uh, although there's like a time lag because it takes you a while to like uh, go through your freemium uh, plan and then upgrade. How long does it take your, you know, obviously you track onboarding. So if I sign up today, how yeah. long will it usually take for someone to hit that 30 bug limit? Um, it, like it really depends on average, it's uh, two to three months, uh, that we see a company, but that was before our pricing change. That was like 50 bucks per person we were given. And now we're giving like 30 bucks per company, um, partly to reduce that amount. And, um, I think that's going to be like within a month, like uh, most companies will hit that. I see. Okay. So how many paying customers do you have today? Uh, we have about, uh, 6%, um, and that's, um, like the, the target, like it's kind of an interesting story. So we took Dropbox um, as an example and because they have like a, a free tier as well and they have a lot of word of mouth. And in our yep. case, we have 40% of uh, signups coming through word of mouth, which is like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we decided not to make uh, the, the free plan too restrictive to keep the word of mouth going on. Uh, but also like we want to know that we're, uh, you know, spending uh, time on something worthwhile that companies are uh, willing to pay for. And I think Dropbox is at about 4%. And then we're like targeting roughly um, that amount to uh, to stay happy. <laughs> and so Dan, when you say 6%, 6% of what? Uh, 6% of uh, all of the signups are now in paid tiers. I see. So how many total signups do you have you had then? Uh, we had about 10,000 signups. To, to okay, date. got it. So you've got about 600 paying customers right now. Yeah. I see. Okay, cool. So tell me more about that. Obviously, Product Hunt, which is an initial strategy to get a bunch of these signups. What else did you do in the early days to get your first sort of 10,000 signups? Um. Like once we launched on Product Hunt, um, most of it was like SEO and and direct traffic. uh, And like we listed on a few platforms like Captera, for example, or GetApp. Uh, And at the moment, we're like essentially trying like every single channel that we uh, can get our hands on. Um, In terms of the most successful, like in terms of signups, I would say it was Google Ads. um, And we're like advertising, you know, for general screen recording, um, I guess, categories. Mm -hmm. Um, And other than that, um, it's uh, like it's interesting, like because you have Captera and GetApp and software advice, and that's like one umbrella. Um, but like we get more leads via GetApp, uh, although like we were originally kind of like betting on Captera. Mm. Uh, and uh, what also worked for us um, is newsletters. Uh, I can I can recommend that. I was not expecting this. And also we uh, we have an onboarding video, and we just tried to like uh, put it on YouTube and see how uh, it would perform. And uh, like that performed surprisingly well. So like even for an ad, like seventy five percent watch time, we're getting like uh, on average watch time is seventy five percent. So looking just at your paid spend, I mean, what are you paying to get a new a paid customer these days? Uh, I believe it's going to be like under 10 euros. Oh, uh, per paid customer, that uh, I don't know from the top of my head. Uh, from the signups, I think we're paying like less than 10 euros per um, sort of signup. And then I guess you can uh, convert that. So like what about like 15 signups? Yeah. Yeah. So it takes you 15 times $12, right? 10 euros to $12. So 15 signups for one paid times $12. It's about 180 bucks per paid signup, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And um, let's talk about GitApp. You know, everyone always asks me, Nathan, should I go on G2 first or Captera? GitApp, I would say, is like an underdog in this category, but it's performing well for you. You rank number five under the yeah. category bug tracking. So you rank fairly high with 29 reviews, 4.7. Do you pay for placement here or is this all, all, all organic? Um, so I think on GetUp, like you have to pay, like if you want to track clicks. Um, so like we're paying in some regions, uh, I think mostly like the U S uh, and like Europe and, and North America. 
Um, I don't know how much like the, the cost per click um, I'm not that sure about. Like the, the thing with GetUp is that uh, like you have high purchase intent, so that's great. Um, and like if you have a, a good uh, retention customer lifetime value, I think that's, uh, that's also great. I think the challenge that we find with GetUp um, is that we are essentially creating our new um, our own category so like we're not um, something that's been that's existed before and like we're not technically bug tracking yeah, uh, yeah. so like people are like looking for adjacent things uh, and then they find bird um, so it's not uh, always easy to kind of like um, tell the person that it's not you know exactly bug tracking for example yeah um, but get up I think works for us more because get up seems to have like more technical audience versus Captera or like more like developers um, uh, looking for tools there how many leads do you get from get app per month right now uh, that's a good question that's uh, or a range. I can tell it's like in the tens, uh, but we're not, uh, you know, spending too much money. So, um, like, because the cost per um, sign up is um, quite high, like for us at least, um, we pay for the presence. I think, like, we in general on GetUp Captera, uh, like, we're spending under like eight hundred dollars uh, a month to list on all of them. Uh, say again. To list on Captera, like all of them, yeah, you pay yeah, them all yeah, together yeah, under eight hundred. Yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting. So let's let's go back to like again how you're currently building. So bug tracking tool uh, over ten thousand free signups, which is great. You're converting six percent, which is high for freemium tools. So congratulations on that. What are they paying on average per month? Um, it it really depends on the uh, on the um, on on the size. So sometimes like we have like a single uh, bug reporter, for example, and they're paying like eight uh, bucks. Like sometimes it goes uh, over like two hundred uh, a month, like for slightly bigger companies. Um, and the uh, interesting thing that we found is that like a few bigger companies um, reached out to us. Uh, like with thousands of, of people and uh, we couldn't cater to them because all of them wanted uh, things like single sign-on, for example, self-hosted solution, and also SOC 2 and ISO 27001 certifications. Uh, and uh, we will get those for sure, but like they take months to get and like their um, purchasing departments are like really ruthless uh, about these certifications. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. So, so how many seats on average are these 600 customers paying for? It sounds like like a five person team might be average, something like that. Um, yeah, I would say like five to 10 to 10 people. And, um, but it goes like from one to like a hundred, uh, easily. So there's like high fluctuation. Yeah. Yeah. But so if I ask you how many paid seats are on your platform across the 600 customers, it'd be something like 3000, 4000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Uh, a, right. Uh, from 600 paying cut. No, like 600, uh, like paying customers would be like 600 seats essentially. How many logos? Yeah. Okay. Got it. So how many just companies? Yeah. That, that would be about 60. 
Okay, got it. 16. Okay, got Oh, well, those are huge teams. Like 60, yeah, use, I think like six, uh, six zero. So yeah, like, so those uh, are average 10 person teams. Exactly. I see. Okay, so 600 pay seats times like a minimum of eight bucks per seat. You guys are doing about 4,800 bucks a month right now in revenue? Yeah. Okay. And where were you, if that's what you're doing today, what were you doing about a year ago? Do you remember? Uh, we were pretty much zero. We just launched payments and like, uh, if I remember correctly, that would be, I don't know, like maybe 200 bucks. Yep. 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 Okay. Interesting. So, so how do you, and, and have you guys bootstrapped this or did you raise? Uh, we bootstrapped our first year and then we raised, um, a 1.5 million seat. That was last year you raised 1.5. That was end of last year. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Why raise capital? Why do you need capital to build this? Um, it's technically difficult to build. Uh, so something like um, what we're building today was not possible, like even let's say five or six years ago, uh, because of the state of the browsers and like uh, like the technical limitations. Um, so that's one thing. Uh, it just requires like more manpower and um, also like more you know good developers, um, which is not uh, cheap to get. Um, and secondly. I believe it's going to be like the right strategy would be a combination of bottoms up, like what we have right now, and also top down um, approaches. So, like we would need to have like sales to in order uh, to cater to bigger organizations, which is, I guess, the more um, interesting market for you know a company like ours. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. And tell me more about the team today. How many people? Uh, we have eleven full time employees um, and like a couple of freelancers. How many of those folks are exclusively engineering? Uh, five. Okay. Okay. And are you sole founder? Are you the technical engineer? Technical uh, I'm not, a, I'm not technical. We have three co-founders and uh, I'm one of the co-founders I'm coming from like, yeah, product management space, but uh, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm maybe more technical than let's say an average person, but definitely not engineer level technical. Three people, obviously the tough conversation when you get going to decide how to split equity, how'd you guys have that tough conversation and or um, you just split it a third, a third, a third. Exactly. Uh, like we have the exactly the same stake um, and like we have the, the regular kind of like cliff and, and so on. Um, so I, I think that conversation was um, like pretty easy. Like also because... Regular you cliff, know, you mean one year cliff for your vesting? Uh, one year cliff for the vesting and like four year vesting period. Um, yep. um, yeah, like I think and, and not just me that it gets really tough. Like if the uh, split is not equal because then it's kind of like, like who's putting in like more, you know, hours or like more nerves um, and so on. And that's uh, like not a very stable, I believe, uh, combination like long-term. So like, especially if, yep. like, if, if, like if, yeah, especially if um, you're starting at the same time and not like somebody is joining later and so on. Yeah, yeah, all kinds of reasons. Though. Someone could have put in money. Someone could have been giving up a better yeah. job to join. All kinds of reasons. But um, anyway, so you guys are split at a third. Obviously, you let in investors. Now, I assume you raised that 1.5 on a safe, right? Uh, no, that was like a regular... What was uh, priced? What, what valuation did you raise at? Uh, like we gave about like 20, 25% um, equity. So like about 6 million. Okay. 6 million post money. Yes. Was that fair? Do, do you think that was high or low looking back? Um, maybe. Um, I think the interesting part was that we were raising in the middle of the first wave of COVID uh, where um, it was really unclear what's going to happen um, and um, and how the the investments are going to go. So like we um, see that, like, for example, if we were raising right now, like uh, we could have maybe gotten better terms, um, but we're happy um, in general. And um, I think that's... Um, 
I think at, at that stage, it's more important to get the capital to get going in the first place than to, you know, like um, squeeze every penny out of it. Um, and um, we can like, let's say, reap the benefits today because uh, now we can show like a lot more progress and like the next fundraise um, looks a lot easier than uh, mm-hmm. than the first one. Dan, how much of the 1.5 million do you guys still have in the bank? Um, more than a half. More than half. Like we okay. still have, yeah, like we still have like a comfortable, you know, 11 runs of runway. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so so can I mean can I translate that to saying if I can take seven hundred fifty thousand dollars divided by eleven, you guys are net burn about seventy thousand dollars per month. Yes, somewhere around that. Does that make you nervous at all? No, um, I think we're going to fundraise. Um, like if if things go as uh, as they're going right now, we should be able to fundraise early, like way earlier than uh, we run out of money. How much revenue do you want to hit before you go out and do your next fundraise? Um, that's a good question i think we're not uh, uh this round like um for the revenue game like we're mostly like looking at the the usage numbers and like at the growth and like if we can con- hit consistent growth um and i think uh, we're on the path uh, to do this um and that's going to mostly depend on a like if we uh, find good uh, advertising channels um and b if we're able to build uh, a solid product um and there are a couple of like big things that we're working on like for example um, at the moment, we're working on something called instant replay. So, for example, right now you need to record, uh, like you need to reproduce your steps to report a bug, um, and you will be able to go back in time um, instead of reproducing and then just export the last, let's say, minute of your actions uh, with technical logs so that the engineer can know like 100% of the of the time, like what actually happened. Um, and that's like basically a game changer that um, uh, can. I don't want to say the word, the word revolutionized, but that can um, really change the, the way that uh, software development teams operate. And I think that's our biggest, uh, like one of our biggest bets. And like we Once still have- Once people are on, are they hooked? What's your churn look like over the past 12 months? Um, we have about 30% of um, people staying um, in week 10. Uh, and that uh, really depends on the um, on the role. Like, because- um, so, so Dan, just to be clear, when everyone signs up, if you go fast forward to week 10, 30% of them are still there or 30% have still, turned? Are still, uh, 30% are still there, are still reporting at least uh, one bug a week. So like we... Um, we well, are they like, all paying though, or is that just free user churn? Yeah, that's free user churn. Like for, what about for paid? Customers, um, that's, uh, I cannot give you the specific numbers, but that's like we have like 1% one or 2% churn like month over month max. Okay, got it. Do you have any expansion revenue yet or is just just 24% yes. churn? Um, yes, we we changed the pricing plans uh, recently. So like before we were charging packages and there you, you barely get um, um, expansion because uh, like if you have, you know, a seven person company, like if you add another person, we will not see this because you have a package, let's say of 10 people. Uh, so we only have like one uh, month of data for uh, the expansion. Um, but even before, like we were seeing like expansion of like, if I remember correctly, about like 5%, but now it's uh, it's more because we can measure it more granular. So what's 5% per year expansion? Uh, yes. Okay, got it. So net revenue retention is still below 100%, but you're working on getting that above. Uh, yes. Uh, as in the, like we don't have really full year worth of data like to uh to say uh, yeah yeah fair enough fair enough i mean you can you mean the product launch was back in 2019 though you had a big swell there i mean what i would worry about is like you had 100,000 bugs reported that what uh, on two in 2019 we didn't have any uh paid plans 
No, I understand that. What I was going to say though is, on if you're only looking at usage numbers, product hunt on that day you had 100,000 bugs reported. Today, weekly, you're only reporting 6,400. Oh, so, no, 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 not 100,000, like a thousand bugs uh, on, got on it. that week. Okay, got it. I, like I that, that would have been the best launch um, in history. Well, that's why I was a little confused. Got it. So you had set, you said 700 to 1,000 bugs reported yeah, that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. see. Okay, cool. Now it's 6,400 per week. Very cool. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, I, I forgot the name. <laughs> um, it was about the uh, um, communication. Um, we'll skip the, it for now, Dan. The, no, Number the, the two. Sec, I, I can give okay. you the, the second famous. It's uh, good to great. Okay, good. Number two is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, no. Um, number, th number three. What's your favorite online tool for building Birdie's Bug? Linear. A linear? Yes, it's a, it's like a Jira competitor. Ah, oh, okay. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Eight. And what's your situation, Dan? Married, single kids? Uh, married, no kids. Okay, and how old are you? 32. Last question. What's something you wish you knew back when you were 20? Uh, it's hard, but it's fun. <laughs> Guys, there you have it. They got going in 2019 with a product hunt launch, Bird Eats Bug, making it easy for your dev teams to squash bugs faster. They've got 600 paid seats on the platform at an average of eight bucks a seat for 4,800 bucks a month in MRR. That's up from 200 just a year ago, 200 bucks. So a lot of growth still early. They raised 1.5 million seed to invest in MVP and growth at a 6 million post money valuation. So they still own as founders about 75% of the business. Uh, investors own 25%. Looking to scale here uh, quickly on a per seat basis with 11 months of runway left in the bank. We'll see what happens next. Dan, thanks for taking us to the top. Sure.